Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number eight of Vector Bites. This is Shelby Wild Gus Brandt, and I am flying solo this week. John Fiacco is doing field visits. So if you're one of the lucky managers who John is stopping by to say hi, tell him I say hi too. Anyways, let's dive right in. Today's topic is going to be all about keys to rep retention. In quite a few of my coaching calls and in the pod calls that I run in this past week, this topic of how do I get my reps to stick around has come up so many times. And so through our conversations, through listening to those who feel like they're really doing well, I've come up with a couple of keys that you can start to take into consideration as you are working with all of your reps. The first thing that I wanna mention here is that you must be intentional. People don't just stick around because it's a job. As crazy as that sounds, we're seeing a trend in this generation where people jump from job to job to job and ghosting employers and ghosting bosses is really common. So with that in mind, intentionality is key. So as you're listening to these tips and these keys to rep retention, just remember that you have to be intentional and be precise when bringing these things up with your reps. So let's go through these keys to rep retention. Number one, names and numbers. This truly is a major key because we know the more names and numbers that our reps have as they're launching from training, the better they can do. And it does create a feeling of safety within the reps' minds that, okay, I can keep going with this. I've got plenty of names and numbers to call, and I'm not going to run out of leads in my first three days in the position. Running out of names and numbers is one of the quickest ways for someone to decide this position is not for them. So whether you're running a two-day or three-day training, when it comes time for you to walk them through creating a list of names and numbers, intentionality is key. If you find that you're struggling with this, my suggestion for you would be to figure out who in your division is getting a really good names and numbers number average, I guess you would say, during their training and find out from them what are they doing that's working well. The second key has to do with proper scheduling and expectations during training. So at some point during your training class, your reps are being introduced to what their next couple of days worth of scheduling could look like. They're also being introduced to the expectations around PDI and calling in before, after, and in some cases during the demo. So as a manager, your role is to help them focus on maximizing the amount of demos completed between when they launch from training and when they return for advanced training. My suggestion for all of you is to focus on the bite-sized pieces of their fast start, not the fast start as a whole. So when you're launching them from training, big, big, big tip here is just to get them back to advanced training. So focus on what the next two to three days could look like for them from a standpoint of completing demos. Nobody should be launching with zero demos. 
I hate to say it, but back in my day when we had sample kits, I had a standard in my office that nobody was allowed to get a sample kit unless they had at least six demos booked. But what we know about people who have zero demos booked is the likelihood of them returning to advanced training is also basically about zero. So when you're talking to people during, whether it's day two PDI or during the phone jam, make sure that you're going over their schedule and seeing that they do have demos in their schedule. Now, what I would encourage you to do with those reps is walk through each of those demos with them. Focus on their first five and make sure that each of those demos are with Mac or HM3 customers. I talked a little bit about this in previous episodes, but asking them open-ended questions versus yes or no questions are really good qualifying tips. What I mean by this is rather than saying, is this person over 35, do they own a home and do they work full time? Ask your rep to tell you, hey, why is this customer a qualified customer? And let your rep do the explaining so that you can hear whether or not the customer is A, a Mac customer, and B, your rep understands exactly what a Mac customer is. The next question that you want to ask is, hey, are these firmed up appointments? Meaning that does your customer have this on their calendar too? Because something that we're finding happening here is that a lot of reps are putting demos in their calendar with their mom and their aunt and their neighbor. And they're saying, oh, well, I can just call my mom at any time. Or I can just call my aunt at any time and she'll let me do this. And that's not a true demo. We know that, right? So we want to make sure that our reps are firming up those demos. And I would also, as a manager, take note of when their first five demos are because this will allow you to hold them accountable for PDI. Now, the last thing that you wanna do is reiterate the importance of PDI. So if someone tells you that they've got their first demo at 5 p.m. on Friday, you might want to say something along the lines of, okay, great, so I should expect to hear from you at 4.55 p.m. for PDI. Does that sound good? Great, okay, cool. So that would be an example of reiterating the standards of PDI. Now, one of the reasons why you take note of when your rep's demos are is because if, 40, if 455 comes and goes and you don't hear from your rep, guess what? You are reaching out to them. All right, let's move on to key number three, and it has, again, to do with PDI. So in that first weekend, effective PDI is everything. Constant contact is everything. And the keys to effective PDI during the first weekend are really simple. Number one, you're just building their confidence. Number two, you're focusing on the basics, asking for the order, dropping down, and recommendations. This is a big area of opportunity that I'm seeing for a lot of branches is they're not emphasizing recommendations enough. Truth be told, recs are just as important as CPO, and here's why. If CPO is like food, recs are like air. But if they're not getting recs, they're eventually going to run out of air and they're not going to be able to continue with the position. So just as people are sharing hot news when it comes to CPO, you also want to be sharing hot news when it comes to recs. 
And then the final big tip when it comes to effective PDI during that first weekend is driving attendance to AT1. Y'all, if you get your people to AT1, you've got a fighting chance of having them finish their fast start. Effective PDI during your first weekend is everything to keeping people focused, keeping their energy high, and of course, reiterating the standards of the office. Let's move on to tip number four, and this has to do with AT1. So the same way that I talked about the importance of scheduling and reiterating expectations during training exists during AT1. So whether it's your phone call after AT1 or whether it's during the phone jam during AT1, you are going to want to cover their schedule with them once again. You're going to focus on maximizing the time between AT1 and their first team meeting. And you, once again, want to remind them of the Mac customers and the HM3 customers that they're supposed to be seeing. So asking those qualifying questions, making sure they're firmed up, and reiterating the importance of PDI. You also want to take the chance to reiterate the importance of coming to the team meeting. The same way you were driving people in that first weekend towards attending AT1, you are driving people during that first week in attending the team meeting. And then the last thing that you might want to add into that AT1 conversation is, hey, what are you most excited about accomplishing in these next few days? And that's really where you're starting to create a vision for people. Tip number five is very similar to tip number four, but it has to do with the conversation you have during their team meeting. So now you've gotten them to their first team meeting. Once again, if you get people to their first team meeting, the chances of them finishing out their fast start are way higher because you're having them come and do a phone jam. They're meeting the team. They're beginning to see the bigger picture. So during this team meeting, Whenever you get the chance, whether it's during a phone jam or if it's directly after, if it's directly before, you want to help them work on their schedule and you are now maximizing the time between the team meeting and their final day of their fast start. Big tip here when it comes to your team meeting conversation is to schedule their day 11 PC right then and there. Now, if it can't be day 11, maybe it's day 12 or day 13, but the point is scheduling that PC for after they finish their fast start is everything. Here's why scheduling this PC is so valuable, because when you schedule this PC, you can set proper expectations for what to expect. And what I mean by this is that you can relieve the pressure that it will always be this way. Here's what I mean. We know the fast start is a push period for anybody that's just starting. We are maximizing their schedule. We are pushing them towards a big goal. We are incentivizing them with prizes. It's everything that we would do during a push period. However, on the front end during the interview, we talk about flexibility and building your own schedule. So the day 11 PC is designed to help someone create a more consistent schedule. And so you can say, hey, I want to schedule your day 11 PC. And during this PC, we're going to talk about a more consistent schedule. I want you to know that, you know, the intensity we had around your fast start, it's not always going to be this way. And we're going to work to get you on a consistent schedule that feels good for you, that gets you excited. And so that's really what we're going to be talking about during your day 11 PC. Oh, hey, by the way, 
I want you to know that as you've been progressing through your fast start, I've been recognizing a lot of leadership qualities in you. And during this day 11 PC, I want to talk to you about what's possible from a leadership perspective. So I just added in that second part about leadership because I wanted to dangle the carrot. All of you at this point should know kind of what's in it for them based upon the PDI conversations you've had and the PC conversations that you had. So during that day 11 PC, this is your chance to dangle that carrot. All right, tip number six. Now you're at the day 11 PC. The day 11 PC is all about vision, 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 and creating that vision for what's possible during the summer. You do it on a weekly basis. So if someone wants to sell $30,000 for the summer, you help them break it down on a weekly basis. And when you create that vision, it helps your reps understand the why behind the actions. We always talk about focusing on actions first, but we cannot forget about the results that we're driving towards. Why do we do demos? Well, we do demos to accomplish the goals that we're putting out for ourselves, whether it's to get really good experience, to make really good income, to get really high up in sales, whatever that might be. So it's not just about the actions. We also need to help our reps understand the why behind the actions, which is reminding them of the results that they are going towards based upon what they want to accomplish. So with that in mind, you are helping them create a schedule around their weekly goal. And here's one really important key to remember. Just because they're out of their fast start does not mean they don't have to still call in for PDI. They don't have to have weekly PCs. They don't have to come to weekly team meetings. In fact, the intentionality that you have with a rep who is starting their first week post fast start should be the same level of intentionality you have with the rep who is going into their first weekend. Here's why. If you get somebody through their fast start, the chances of them sticking around all summer are extremely high. So we want to make sure that we are helping them really learn the ropes during that first week post fast start and what it could look like to have a consistent schedule. So that's your day 11 PC. And the final tip that I'm going to give as it pertains to rep retention is I would repeat that day 11 PC every single week, going over the vision, scheduling around their weekly goal, reinforcing the standards. As we wrap up here today, I know that I gave you a lot and I hope that you were taking great notes. If you were driving, make sure you listen to this at another time where you can take more notes again. So I hope that this was helpful for everybody. And I wanna just dangle the carrot for what's to come in this week's office hour. This week's office hour is gonna be all about the mindset of the top performers. We're gonna talk about how to stay focused on what's most important. We're gonna talk about how to stop comparing yourself to others. And we're going to talk about how to stop focusing on the coulda, shoulda, wouldas of the past and start focusing on what you can do now to make the rest of your summer the best of your summer. So I will see you on the office hour this week. I hope this was helpful to everybody. I will catch you later. Have a great week. Bye.